VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 207. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Hope you're doing well. Uh, First, a a quick thank you uh, to you, my friend, if you picked up a New Mindset journal recently. I really appreciate that, of course. And I also really appreciate your patience with some of the delays uh, in getting the journal to you. As the world's most impatient dude, I hate delays, so uh, I love you. I appreciate you hanging in there with me, so thank you so much. And second, a second thank you. Thank you for all the ratings and reviews of the podcast. Y'all are seriously so nice to me. It's insane. Like, you're just nice to me. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's surreal to have the support from so many thousands of people who I don't know and you don't know me. Uh, It really is. It's unreal. So, thank you so much for that. Uh, And last, uh, if I can be helpful at all to you, whatever is on your mind, please text me. Sometimes I respond really fast. Sometimes it could take me a week, but I really do want to be helpful. Um, That's my mission uh, with the podcast, with what I do. Otherwise, uh, what's the point? You know, I don't, I don't do this just to do it. I do it to, to change lives in any, any small way I can. My own life, your life. So I would be very remiss if I didn't offer my help, my perspective, uh, or my phone number. So it's in the description. Holler at me and we can chat. But that's it. A little bit of a promo and I'm out. Uh, you know, I don't do sponsors on the show. So thanks for hanging in there with me. But today's topic. Today's topic, as with all things I talk about on the podcast, I'm very passionate about this. And as you might be able to tell from the title, today I'm talking about flaws. Uh, flaws, or, or more accurately, I suppose, what you think are your flaws. And so, in effect, I'm talking about being flossom. Being flossom, to know that you are awesome with your flaws. To know that you are awesome because of your flaws. Uh, and I think uh, allegedly Tyra Banks coined that term, flossom, so don't give me too much credit. But I have some thoughts on your flaws here that I think can be really helpful for you. 
Uh, it's a mindset shocker about your flaws, uh, about what your flaws actually are. And it's been really impactful in my life uh, because it, it's a mindset that has led me to rethink what it means to have flaws. What is a flaw? And so, <laughs> with a title like Flossom, it'd be a really easy episode for me just to like kind of amp you up, uh, hype man you up and say, hey, you're awesome. You're a star. Your flaws ain't shit, baby girl. Like, I, I could do that. It'd be really easy for me to say something like, oh, you know, if someone doesn't accept your flaws, they don't deserve you. I could say, you know, haters going to hate. I could say, oh, I could say, uh, if someone can't handle you at your worst, they don't deserve you at your best. You know, I could, I could dish you up lower back tattoo after lower back tattoo. Uh, and it would, it would sound pretty good probably, but you know me, that's not my style. Uh, that's not going to be helpful. You've, you've got Pinterest and Instagram for that kind of advice. So here's, here's my, my remix, call it to flaws and faults. Here's how I think about being flossom and why I think this approach, uh, is probably a bit more helpful than that cliche kind of advice. So, what I think it is, you know, yes, we all have flaws. Yes, we all have things that without our, without a doubt are things that we need to work on or address or improve or come to terms with in some way. Like, you know, a flaw of being short-tempered or impatient or non-committal or unmotivated. Like, those are flaws. They are. But not in the sense that you're like, yo, these are my flaws. Take them or leave them. I was born this way. What you see is what you get. Right. They're flaws, but you can easily work on them. None of those are permanent, of course. And I think more or less we'd probably agree on that. But here's, uh, here's the remix. We tend, us humans, we tend to assume that we have these big, glaring, permanent flaws in our life. And we tend to assume that they are glaring and that people see them in us immediately when they see us. That people judge them immediately, that they're glaring to other people. But that really isn't the case because there are flaws and then there are flaws, <laughs> you know, now I'm saying I'll explain this and I'll explain it by saying, you know, you might think that you have all these flaws. You might think that your flaws are you're too quiet, you're too shy, you're not creative, you're not confident, you might think you're busted looking, you might think you're not a leader, you might think you're not some suave ladies man or that you're not attractive or appealing, right? You, you can think that those are flaws, but Consider the perspective here. In your mind, those are only flaws based on who they're flaws to. In like a, a metaphorical vacuum devoid of other people, devoid of their judgment, I'm not so sure you would immediately label those as flaws. And so, I think that the moment you start assuming that those traits, for example, will be interpreted in a negative way by others, that is when they become flaws. The moment you start assuming how others will react to those things, that is when they become flaws. But here's what I've realized. Your flaws are only flaws when you make them flaws. And I know that sounds cheesy. Okay, that is a Pinterest quote right there. But hear me out because I remix this and it's helpful. There are flaws and then there are flaws. <laughs> but some of those ones that just rattled off, they're only flaws when you make them flaws, right? You say you're shy and you say that's a flaw right? You think that's a flaw because you assume that other people will see someone who is shy as being someone who doesn't have a backbone, who is boring, who has no, no snap, no pizzazz, no oomph, right? You made that a flaw with that assumption. 
But I say, why not remix it? Why not assume that instead of someone seeing you being shy that way, boring, you know, no backbone, that kind of thing, why not assume that they see someone who is calm and poised, that they see someone who is gentle, cool as a cucumber. They see someone who is composed and thoughtful and introspective. Hmm? Why not? You only make a characteristic a flaw when you start assuming negative things about how it will be interpreted by others. Or another one. Let's say you're an, you're an overthinker in your life. I feel you there, <laughs> certainly. Uh, that's something you can work on, of course. We all can. It's a flaw. But there's flaws and then there's flaws. Being an overthinker only becomes a flaw when you assume that it will be interpreted in a negative way. It only becomes a flaw when you give power to other people's interpretation of it, right? So, you think other people see your overthinking as annoying, as lame, as boring. They think that you're neurotic because of it, okay? Or you can remix it. You can, see, you can assume that someone else sees it as thoughtful and comforting. You, someone else sees it as, you know, they're confident you'll make the right decision because you take time that you're mature, that you're deliberate in your thought process. That's the remix. Why assume that a flaw is a flaw? Why assume that everyone interprets it as a flaw? And of course, major point here, I wish I could tell you in the first place to not give away your power to other people's judgments or opinions of you. I wish I could say, who cares what other people think? But we're humans. We're going to do that anyway. I, I don't ever see a world where we don't do that. We're going to get in our own heads and we're going to consider, some more than others, what other people will think. I don't think we can avoid that. So, I recognize this and instead of saying that, don't care what other people think, I think the most practical thing to do is to just remix your assumptions. If you have a flaw, why not assume the best about how it will be interpreted? Why not be flossom for the word here, remixed? You think you're overly emotional and that people hate that. You think that people think you're a, you know, you're an emotional, soft little bitch, right? Okay. Or you could remix it and say, someone might think that, sure. But someone else will recognize that, you know, I'm soft, vulnerable, empathetic, in touch. That's flossom. That's the other side of the coin. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up 
and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. So I'm just saying with this episode, flip the script, flip that negative assumption to be positive. For every one person who, you know, sees your quote flaw as negative, as boring, as lame, as unattractive, there is another person who admires it, who respects it, who finds it attractive. That is my approach to flaws. And actually, here's another one. And it, it's so funny to me how the universe is like always listening and it, it dishes up exactly what you're thinking about in the moment. I was literally just before this, I had written an outline for this episode, but literally just before this, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this quote and it was so timely. The quote says, you call yourself ugly, but you've only seen yourself when you look in the mirror. You don't see yourself when your face lights up at the sight of a baby or ice cream or your favorite restaurant. You don't see yourself when you smile at someone when they finally understand what you're trying to say. You don't see yourself when you're so focused on the things you love doing and the way your face looks. You tell yourself you're ugly, but you've never seen yourself talk about the things you love, the stars, the sky, the constellations, the universe. You never saw yourself tear up for laughing so hard or turn bright red when you hear something cheesy. I like that quote. That's it. It's so easy to assume you're ugly or flawed or whatever word you want to use because you've never seen yourself outside of your own mind, outside of the mirror you look in. And because of that, it's so easy, it's so, so easy to assume that everything is negative about this so-called flaw of yours. It's so easy to jump to that conclusion and we all do this. That's exactly what we do. But my point here is that I think we could remix it. Right? We're not completely replacing it. A flaw is a flaw. We're not, we're not going to be able to just be like, yep, nope, no flaws. We have flaws, but we can remix it. And it doesn't make, and it's not like oversimplifying it. It's not overly pie in the sky or unicorns and rainbows. Because again, there are flaws and then there are flaws. And the majority of them are only flaws in your mind because you assume that people see them that way. But my friend, I, I, I'm telling you that in my 32 years of living, I have learned that interpretation is built entirely on your assumption. You're in your head about what other people will think. And yes, some people will think and people will judge you and they'll think your shyness, your overthinking, your being overly emotional is lame. But for each one of those boneheaded people, there is someone else, someone else who admires it, respects it, even seeks it out. So, you always have this option. In my mind, you always have this option to be flawed or to be flossom. It just depends on the assumption you make. It depends on the power you give over to that assumption. And yes, to be clear, there are flaws that are outright flaws that are 
definitely negative, <laughs> like addiction or a, a habit or tendency to cheat or be hurtful or whatever like that, right? You can't deny that. But as with all flaws, you can work on those things. Anything that you can change is not a permanent flaw. And because of that, you should own it. You should copyright it. You should trademark it. And But when you do that, file it under positive assumption the best you can. So, as you can see, as I talk about this, I'm not even really talking about flaws anymore. I'm talking about your mindset. I'm talking about like how you define a flaw because that is something you can change. You can change something that you think is a flaw. You can change, you could find a new perspective to look at it through. You can shift your perspective. And yes, there are flaws that need work. Yes, there's always areas in your life that you need to improve that are holding you back. But let's let's just agree to drop the judgmental assumption from that equation so that you can be at peace as you work on it. Drop the thought of all the negative ways that people will judge you and your so-called flaw. Humans are humans. Humans, humans gonna human. But flaws aren't black and white. It's not that simple. For every downside to something you've deemed to be a flaw, there's a contrast to it, like a beautiful human contrast. You say, oh, you're, you, you overthink, you're an overthinker? Okay, yes. Realistically, that means you might react slower, you might be anxious a lot, you might be frustrated a lot. That's something you can work on. But while you do, there is a contrast. It means you make fewer impatient, impulsive choices. It means you don't text your ex. It means you don't quit your job uh, when you have a really bad week, right? That is a beautiful contrast that can be found in what you think is an overwhelmingly negative flaw. That's a beautiful contrast. Or here's another one. Oh, okay. You're shy. Yes, that might mean your voice is heard less. It might make people think you're less confident or less qualified or less successful or something like that. But it also means you observe more. You react less. It means you're more insightful than the average person because you value learning and watching and feeling so that when you do speak, it, it slaps. <laughs> it slaps. It carries weight and insight. It's impactful. That is being flossom. That is the flossom assumption. You're flossom because your flaws have that contrast and people see it. People admire that. People respect that. People find it attractive. So, why not assume the best about it instead of assuming the worst? That is how I'm remixing this. And I never used to think this way. Frankly, I used to beat myself up over and over again on what I perceived to be outright flaws in my life. Things about myself that I assumed people hated. Things about myself that I assumed were outright black and white bad, detrimental, you know, no bueno. But that's really no longer the case because I've realized the beauty of perspective, the beauty of there being two sides to the same coin. And obviously, I, I wish that I didn't have anything that needed improvement in the first place. I wish I was a 10 out of 10 confident, successful, never overthinking machine, but I'm human and that ain't going to happen. I'm going to have flaws. And I realize if that's the case, I'm going to drive myself crazy as a flawed human. I'm going to, I'm going to make myself so anxious. I'm going to judge myself so much. I'm going to doubt myself so much. I'm going to assume that everyone else is doing the same in my life or I can just wake up. I can wake the F up and realize that for the most part is in my head because there's a beautiful contrast to my flaws. There is an upside to them and people can see that. And I've proven this time and time again. And so, I just wanted to share this with you. Shy, emotional, not confident, not successful, whatever flaw you have in your mind, you name it. You define if that's a flaw or if it makes you flossom. 
And I, again, I don't like advice that says accept your flaws because I think you can improve everything about yourself. At a minimum, you can improve your perception of those things. You can improve your perspective. You sure can. And when you claim the upside of your flaws, when you claim the other side of the coin, when you claim the more positive interpretation of it, while you work on improving them in a way that's healthy and makes sense to you, that is when you become flossom. And when you're flossom, when you're locked into knowing you have room to grow and improve, but as you do, you're going to own it, that is really freeing, incredibly freeing. When you're that way, you can't be shamed or guilted. You can't shame or guilt yourself and you don't assume that others are shaming or guilting you because you know that you and you alone get to define what is a flaw and what isn't. You get to decide that and that's great. So, just something for you to think about. How do you interpret a flaw in your life? What is the beautiful contrast to that flaw? The more you think about that, the more I think you'll realize the power of your perspective, the power you have to live at peace with yourself as you work to improve aspects of your life. So, that's it. Under right there. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share it with a friend or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, drop a quick five-star rating and review. I'd also appreciate it if you check out New Mindset, newmindsetwhodis.com. means a lot to check it out. Thank you so much. And that's it. DM me, text me, let's hang out. All my info is in the description of this episode. And until next one, I'm out. to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with 
BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. 